0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, uh, uh. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode Of your favourite motherfucking podcast It's Get the Belt Kingdom of Belts and home of melanin magnificence i said that the wrong way around home of melanin magnificence and kingdom of belts you don't know home of melanin magnificence where we big up black and brown people doing nice things out there in the world but also very much also the kingdom of belts belts that are ready to be licked off around your neck back around your back foot around your back side if you act wayward move mad and just be an absolute dickhead. We're ready we're, we're, we're here giving love and giving beats. Welcome to Get the Belt Podcast and I'm your host Miles and let's start the show as we do every single motherfucking week with word of the week. The 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 oh, a- so this week's word of the week is let hypocrites be hypocrites. How about that? (laughs) How about that? Let hypocrites be hypocrites. That is this week's word of the the week. Like, it's not every day we are out here preaching, teaching other people to to, to come correct. Okay. And this could be people that you don't really know. This could be people in your life. Sometimes people act real... mm, Real hypocritical And we feel like we really need to remind them Like remember when you said That you didn't like this last week You said to me That you was against this Remember when you said that Like you remember that Yeah really good really good Okay now why are you doing that this week then Hmm Furthermore why are you doing that to 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 me Or why is you doing that to your, to your man or to whoever Like nah Like not every day because who is paying you sis Who the fuck is paying you To help someone else not be a dickhead Sometimes let this dickhead be a dickhead Let that hypocrite Go on and be a hypocrite Mind uh, Let's start minding our business Of course there's going to be people in your life That you don't you really You really don't want to see them looking like Like an idiot and we will be there for them But it's not every day it's definitely not every day And sometimes we really need to, to to You know One of the word of the weeks Before has been When someone shows you Who they are Believe them the first time And if you've got someone In your life Showing you that They really don't give a fuck About them and the, the, About you or whatever And you know They're moving However they're moving Let them do it Sometimes Sometimes we really let them do it So if, this week the, the word of the week is Just let a hypocrite Be a hypocrite And let the And, and let the world see See that Okay, because you're not getting paid, we are not getting paid, you know, so let them be the hypocrite that they'll be and let the karma come around and, and, and sort that out, eventually they're going to learn, if they don't then really, why are you out here trying to trying to help someone out, else out that doesn't even want to learn or something that doesn't want to change, again you'd be looking like an idiot, okay So this word of the week, short and sweet this week, short and sweet, but this week's word of the week is let a hypocrite be a hypocrite. And you can interpret that how you want. You can can say let the dickhead be the dickhead or let the whatever be whatever. But yeah, this week, we are just letting the hypocrites hypocrite. (laughs) Okay, and that's my word of the week this week. It has been snowing in this London. It's really been snowing. I've only actually been out in it once. Can you imagine? Only been out in it once. I went out there today with my friend. We did a little bicycle, a bicycle moment, and a little walkie walkie moment. It was, it was nice. It was nice. Um, but yeah, it's it's been cold in the UK. It really has been. Um yeah my week has been good like I've, I've got a question uh that from from one of the listeners on instagram live and was like yo guys like you're welcome like let's let's uh, let's ask some questions uh so i've got one um that i'm gonna answer later on after miles measures we'll keep the show in order you know we try to keep some things in order um but yeah, once I've done like Melanin Magnificent and Mars and measures, I'll do some I'm gonna do the couple questions that we had. Uh which ties into how my week has been. Cause I did I did some major I took some major steps. Okay? I really did take some major steps um this week, but I'm not gonna tell you what they are just yet. But you're going to have to listen to the episode or fast forward, whatever the fuck you want to do. But yeah, I'm super duper proud. Um, And also like what I was asked is also like I feel like a a very, very needed conversation, especially where we're at now. You know, with this lockdown and this pandemic and things of that nature. So, yeah, I can't wait to talk about that. Um, But before we do get into Melanin Magnificence, if you're listening to this podcast, subscribe. If, you're, if you've got an access to an iPhone Or if you've got an Android <clears throat> If you've got an iPhone, Android phone Go to iTunes.com and please 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 support this show For free by you know Giving us a review, giving me a review Giving the show a review and um, Rating us on iTunes it really does You know it really does help this if, Every day we, we say oh support black business And I want to do this and I want to contribute but, Well you can and you can do it for free uh, By just yeah um, leaving a little review And plus I really like to see the reviews They really make me smile I can't lie There's times when I like Just go and check Or like You know The, the management will email And be like Oh we had another really good review Well done Keep on doing what you're doing And for me It makes me It makes, it gives me some more purpose So I really appreciate all of them Please go ahead And do that um, So yeah Let's get straight into Melanin Magnificence uh, If you want to share Melanin Magnificence With Uh, someone that you know and have them read out uh, uh, the wow words and have there be an opportunity for the person or the business or whatever it is to be read out on the show, please do email us at contact at getthebeltpod.com. Yeah, so let's get into it. Boom. So my melanin magnificence this week goes to two black men that live here in london by the names of jason and mark that is jason okundaya and mark thompson i'm giving it to these two you know these two brothers they're both a part of the alphabet zoo and they've basically launched a digital archive that is doc- that documents um black queer lives in britain now i don't know about you i've i don't know of such a thing and I would very much like to say that they are the first gay couple. Look, they're not a couple, but obviously they're a couple of men. Like, there's two of them, two brothers, yeah. But they're the first two men to ever launch this kind of um, archive. This kind of archive that uh, not only glorifies and shines a light on the community, but preserves our history uh, and our pre- and and what's currently going on now, like. We don't have somewhere where we can go and see just that. Like a couple weeks ago, I gave uh, Melanie Magnificence to the gentleman that made um, Black Eats London. That's somewhere where we can go and get our nice food. Like that wasn't there before. And now we've got it for queer black lives. I also like really gagged at the name. I think it's so clever. It's called Black and Gay Back in the Day. Well, we love to see it. So yeah, go give them a follow. (laughs) So i readed this from The uh, thevoiceonline.co.uk. But um, the digital archive uh, can be accessed on Instagram. It is a visual depiction of life for many black and queer people throughout the 1950s Britain to the beginning of the 21st century. Um, so Jason and Mark... Uh, both founded and they both run the social media page and they've already got uh, almost 2,000 followers and I think it's beyond that now. We love to see it in less than two weeks uh, since their first ever post. Uh, Their content is an intimate look into Black Queer Life in Britain as it was and I would like to add, as it is. Um, I think it's beautiful. Um, I think it's amazing. I want to help. I'm going to share. I'm going to obviously put everything... Um, regarding uh, that platform in the show notes as well as those two gentlemen's Instagrams as well so you can go and like shout them out and whatever 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 Uh, but yeah the the project uh, basically aims to share leaflets and other like archive material that provide a snapshot of what life was like for Black Britain LGBTQ plus communities who are often uh invisibilized in discussions of black british history which we actually did discuss last week when we had demi walker demi lee walker on the show regarding you know the erasure of uh black queer especially um people in black history so i'm so here for this i love to see you know my black brothers especially my lgbtq brothers you know out here doing bits out cheer um and yes, I'm just very, very, very excited for where this goes in the future and just a huge congratulations. A huge congratulations. And just a huge congratulations to Jason and Mark for this amazing achievement. So you too are my melanin magnificence this week. Thank you so much for hearing that. I remember, if you want to give someone melanin magnificence you too can write into the show and please 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 give us a good description don't just be coming saying oh i want to give melanin magnificence to my auntie tia because she's banging or because she you know she cooks amazing full stop Let's, let's give context Context is great, you know So if you want to give someone melanin Magnificence Please do Write into the show At contact At getthebeltpod.com It's time for some Quick ads It's that time of the year Your vacation is coming up You can already hear The beach waves Feel the warm breeze Relax And think about Work Welcome back to the show. So it's time now for Miles' measures. Where I'll be discussing and giving my take on all the shenanigans that has happened. Well, not all of them. Some of the shenanigans that are happening currently in the world, or just here in little old London, or in the UK. Uh, yeah, it's time for Miles' measures. So this week, oh, it's been a bit of a week. It has been a week. So let's start. Let's start light first. Let's start with the return of Tracy Beaker. Now, for those of you that don't know, Tracy Beaker used to be on the CC, Oh, my days. What's it called? CCTV, CCTV, CBBC TV. <laughs> well, I really can't remember. But basically, long story short, uh, Tracy Beaker was a kids' program about this little. I feel like she was mixed race, but maybe she was white because there's definitely a mixed race girl in the in there somewhere called. Justine, that was it. Justine, mixed race girl. <laughs> I feel like I used to fancy when I was growing up. Wow, wild times. But yeah, uh, Tracy Beaker uh, was about a girl who was put into a foster, the foster system, the care system, social care as like a teenager. And, you know, she lived in a care home with all these other kids and it was like, it was their life. It was so fun. Like, it was so fun. It was so, oddly, it was so relatable. Like, obviously, I lived in a hostel for a bit but, like, not until, like, later on in my in my teens, like, 17 and up. But it was so relatable. I used to watch it when I was, like, 15 and under, really. Um, yeah, that's coming back. So, yeah, I love the nostalgia. They used the same actors. And I feel like they've set it now, like, they, uh, Tracy Beaker is an adult with her own child and is somehow come into contact with, the other people that she used to be in the home with or whatever. And now they've grown and I'm presuming they are now going to be just delving into the same character's life. I don't think it's going to focus on the kids. I don't think so. But it's going to be them and like in their journeys where where they're at now. So I'm so excited. I'm pissed off I've not been, I'm pissed off that I've not been cast in this. You know, I, I didn't even know a breakdown went out, but maybe they're literally just using the main cast and not adding anyone else in. But we move. So I'm excited to see that. I wonder what they've. Been, I want. What I really do want to know is what you know these actors and the actors and actresses what they've been doing since then because I I think I saw Tracy Beaker in like one or two like small gigs. I definitely ain't seen Justine. I definitely ain't seen her. But yeah, I'm very excited to come to, to for that to come back. And I feel like remember the time I was speaking about coaching and I someone had to like direct message me on my Instagram like miles the name of the show was coaching <laughs> I feel like I would like to see that come back as well i want I feel like you know how America's been doing all of their like return of this return of that, not necessarily like refilming them, but they've been bringing back Moishtian like things like that i want I want to like refilm more you know British stuff, or yeah, I feel like that would be cute, especially in a lockdown. But yeah, Tracy Beaker, she is back. Weetabix, uh, again, for my UK people them. Uh Weetabix put out a tweet, which I find really odd. It said, uh, why should bread have all the fun when there's Weetabix? Serving up, and then they added Heinz UK beans on Bix for breakfast with a twist. I don't get it. Me, I really don't get it. Beans on toast, beans on a bagel, beans on the side of like your your fry up with the eggs and the bacon and all that, and even then, some Americans look at us crazy. Like, oh my god, you having beans for breakfast? Like I get it. I will. Let's have beans for breakfast. As a British man, I am here for it. Like, be it just plain old beans, or whether I want to curry them up and season them up for breakfast, yes, or whether I just want to put some hot pepper sauce on that, but on. Weetabix, I'm a creative motherfucker, yeah I'm experimental And I'm open in so many ways Okay But beans On Weetabix, bruv Can you even, are we then adding milk? I, I don't Beans on Weetabix Interesting not for me. I want to know, like, <laughs> why this tweet was made. I, are they advertising for Heinz? Is this a is this a partnership? Is this a collab? I don't think anyone's actually tried it. They put a picture up, and it looks it looks bizarre. It looks bizarre. It looks bizarre. Even just seeing Weetabix on a on a plate, and not even in a bowl. For me, it's it's a bit soul shaking. You know, the tables of my spirit were definitely shook if when I saw this image. But hmm. if you are you going to try it, if you do try it, I beg, tweet the show and let me know. I want to see the pictures. <laughs> That's the challenge. When you when you when you when you eat, when you try this disgusting dish, uh, take a picture, put it on your on your Instagram, on Twitter and then tag the show I want to see. Um, so Mary Wilson, uh, who was a member of the Supremes, the group, uh, singer died at the age of 76, rest in peace, rest in power, king, queen. So, um, yes, Supremes co-founder Mary Wilson passed away in a home in Nevada. Uh, Her publicist Jay Schwartz announced the sad news Days before she died, she had announced in a YouTube video to fans that she would soon be releasing solo material with Universal Music, which is so sad. And it also just goes to show that no matter how close you are to, you know, 100 or or to the end of your life, you can never stop. Like, it really is never too late. So... I'm pretty sure the music's probably going to still be released, like how we see Michael Jackson stuff came out after he passed and many other artists. So hopefully it still comes out. That'll be a blessing to hear. Uh, what else? What else? What else, what else? Oh, oh, my God. Again, on another light note, on another hard, sticky note. Gorilla Glue. I mean, I feel like Gorilla Glue sales have probably gone through the roof. You know, I feel like their sales have definitely increased (laughs) in the past week. So I don't know if you guys saw this. There's no way you could not have not seen this. But on social media, there was a black girl who went online, made a little video. I think it was a TikTok of her basically saying, look at my hair. You see this hair? She had it slicked back. It was good. Like, she was ready to, like, jump in a ballet class. Like, it was laid. There went one hair sh- astray. And she was tapping it with her nails. And it was hard, like, stiff. Like, she was like, my hair has been like this for months. Just like this and not by purpose. And I was like, oh, my God, what? And then she got out the bottle of Gorilla Glue. And she would basically used that, thinking it would be wise to use super glue on your hair. I don't... I... The logic for me, it was the absence of logic for me. I really didn't, I didn't get it. Uh, she's continued, you know, this story. This story has been unfolding on social media worldwide. Her followers have got up to just over half a million. Apparently now, rumour has it, allegedly she's got herself a manager, an agent. Uh, it's, it's all going off. And um, yeah, it's all a bit mad. So that she released videos of her... Initially saying, you know, my hair is hard and it's been like this for weeks, months, sorry. Not intended. I use Gorilla Glue. Girls, men, don't do it. Obviously, but yeah. And then she released a video of her in the doctors with a friend. Then she released another video of her, like, and her friend, like, standing over her trying to fix it. Like, put in whatever, like whatever substance the doctors gave her to get it sorted. And that ain't worked. until today. She released a video saying, like, a picture. That was it, a picture of, like, her hair on the floor. I think she's finally, like, cut it off. Despite me also reading on several different, like, blog posts or Instagram accounts that the doctor's surgery offered her this, a $6,000 hair treatment for free. I don't know. But I don't think she took it. I think she's shaved it off. That being said, not only she's got all of these things, she also got a lawyer. Yes, I said it. Sis got a lawyer. Why? Because she's suing Gorilla Glue. Yeah. When I tell you the fucking... (laughs) I fell out. So... The name of the woman that, you know, who went viral for this is called Tessica Brown. And she (laughs) is taking legal action, allegedly, against the makers of the spray uh, because, you know, on the packaging, it said that it is not to be used, you know, on eyes, skin or clothing with no mention, wait for it, of hair. Okay, which which Tessica. Yeah, Tessica feels it's misleading. Yeah. She feels it's misleading. (laughs) I actually cannot believe this. So, yeah, she's uh, allegedly taking them to court. She's got an attorney. And she's weighing her legal options against Gorilla Glue. I don't know who's gonna win the fight, because Gorilla Glue definitely won the fight, the first fight <laughs> with the hair. So I will follow this story, not because it enriches my life, but in a sense it does. It just—I've been laughing. I have been laughing. So if you today need to need to smile and this, and 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 you need to have a little laugh, please do. Just Google um, Gorilla Glue or uh, or Tessica or uh, you you'll, you'll find it. You will definitely find it. Her name is Tessica Brown and psh, i I cannot in other news, this was really really interesting to find out and you know what also not a surprise. A study has shown a scientific study has shown that homophobia 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 has an has an intrinsic link to poor. Or low intelligence. Now me, I am really not surprised. It makes sense. I've been saying this. And um, there's not really much to say about that. Like if you're homophobic, now scientifically you're dumb. Like before we I was calling you dumb. But now literally it's been proven scientifically that you're an idiot. Moving on. So this is quite heavy stuff now um basically in the news and social media uh and things of that nature there's been this story regarding two black women in the uk one like one mixed race light-skinned girl and a dark-skinned uh black woman both of who were going to both of who in the media for different reasons around the same situation I actually didn't know that this was happening because I've not really been on, on, on my social media like that uh, for, like, mental health purposes. But I was told by my cousin about what had transpired. So I actually didn't know who Candice was uh, prior to being informed about the situation by my cousin. She's got the accolade. She's doing bits. She's a dark-skinned black woman. Um, she... Has uh, personal experiences uh, regarding uh, her treatment within the NHS in you know the healthcare system when it came when it came to um, childbirth and pregnancy. I'm um, have spoken on Get the Belt podcast before about how Black women are five times more likely to die during childbirth here in the UK, and I think she has written a book on that. She's very very much the expert. Um, and has been doing work around that topic for for some time now. She's got she's got the range, okay. She's got the range, uh, and she was in talks with um. What is the who was it? Who was it? Who was it? So she was in talks with Channel Four regarding hosting and presenting and being a very big part of this documentary that was going to be obviously talking about you know black women uh, and their health in childbirth and pregnancy etc 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 she was in talks and allegedly was in talks with this with channel 4 for i think she said six months, a very long time basically and very last minute received um a notice saying we're no longer using you um and i don't know whether they said in this uh, statement that it was going to be Rochelle uh, Humes, or whether they just said we're not using. It. I, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. But that's not why I've come here to 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 to, to talk about. Um, it Rochelle Humes uh, took this. You know, I'm presuming her agent said, "Yo, there's a gig. Uh, it's about black women uh, and their pregnancies." Things of that nature, the fact that they're more inclined to die here in the UK. And we would like you to present the gig. You know, she's a presenter. That's that's her gig. And she said, yes, okay, yeah, wicked thanks. A coin, a check. Now, rightly so. Like, when my cousin told me, I didn't know who Candice was, okay? I really didn't. So I was like, okay. And she, my cousin was very much like, yeah, it's all this shit, storm, this shit. And I'm like, I don't get it. But I'm just presuming Candice is dark-skinned. And she said, yeah. I said, okay. I understand now. I get it. I get it. I get it. And I'm not going to lie. About a year ago, straight from the jump, I would have said, give it to the dark-skinned woman. Give it to the dark-skinned woman. This is, oh, my God. Up in arms. I would have been cussing out fucking Rochelle for taking it and the audacity. (sighs) And I'll probably get dragged for this. But you know what? Oh, I'm going to get dragged. I'm going to get dragged. My, I think, I not even I think, I know that dark-skinned women and dark-skinned people get erased from history, from from being aligned with beauty. It's like, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. I know colorism is a thing. However, I also know that racism, period, is a thing. Whether you're dark-skinned or not. Whether you're mixed-race, light-skinned, whatever. and I know all of these things exist. And all of these things are bad. I don't think colorism is worth the, worse than racism. I don't think racism is worse than colorism. I think they're all fucking just as fucked up. Like, I think they're all just as bad. However, one thing, especially in the past few months I've noticed like just so much discourse so much everyone is fighting and up and arms about so much and it's been so difficult and so emotionally draining it's been so difficult to just find some some joy like it's been extremely difficult and I just feel like so many people are opting in in the world in general for, for, for 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 negative vibes and I'm not saying at all I am not fucking saying before you rip the words out my fucking throat. I'm not saying at all that Candice doesn't deserve this and she shouldn't be making up any noise. Make noise, babes. Make fucking noise. From what I've heard, cuz I don't know the internet, which is why I can't really speak too much on it, but I want to say my piece cuz people to asking me as such. My stance is give people that like give people that deserve their things, okay? People that deserve Give them their give them their flowers Give them their, their dues And if this girl if, if Candice has put so much You know work into it Into this documentary I'm presuming she, she should be paid She needs to be paid for that If she's not being paid I also understand like in the business Like you know if someone has got way more followers And if someone is gonna get a message Across to more people Of course from a business standpoint I'm gonna opt with that person of course, it sucks, and it's a shame that he is a light-skinned person. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm like, it's also a black woman. You know, it is also a black woman, and of of course, there are people that are saying, "Oh, this is it's purely because she's um, mixed race. It's purely because of her proximity to whiteness." I feel like the energy that many people have had towards Rochelle which is why she's had to turn off the comments on her Instagram, because people have been evil to her, to this black woman that got a job. They're being evil. Um, I feel like that level of energy and hatred towards that black woman, that other black woman, yes, I feel like would have been not even right, but I would have understood it more so had they have Channel forward, said, okay, we're not actually going to give this to um, you, Candice, but we're going to go and give it to Fran Cotton. You know, then I'd be like, oh, OK, I can get why so many people are like up in arms. But then even further, when I've sat with this further, I'm also like, why can we then not live? Why can we not live in a world where a white person can tell the story of a black person? Yes, of course. Me as a black person, I love to see black people telling their own stories. It's gorgeous. But I also think it's just as gorgeous as seeing a black person tell white stories and vice versa. You know, I I I'm, I'm I'm so worried. I'm not dim, I'm not diminishing the fact or uh, or wanting to take away from the fact that you know dark-skinned women are put to the side. Dark-skinned men at that. But uh, I then want to also ask like I would have loved i I would have loved to have seen can candies do this really would have, and if you know she received if she didn't receive a good enough um explanation as to why and if she did if she really thinks that this is the case and it's purely that, then this is fucking wrong period, but if they if it literally just is they've given it to another black woman, fair enough light skin mixed race whatever because they'll get more reach, then I kind of would want to say, okay, this is wrong, and if you've really not been paid. Again, disgusting, fucking disgusting, and I'd give them the belt, like, period. But if nothing contractually has been done, like, and been breached, and they are saying, whether it's true or not, that they have gone for Rochelle because she has more reach... Not more range, but more reach. I, I think allegedly they're saying they want someone that's not f- attached to uh, the stories that are saying like too personal. They want someone completely removed. They just want someone to host it, to present it, which again goes in babe, uh, fucking Rochelle's favour because she's a presenter. However, if it, it I what I would need Candice to do is choose which fight because people, like I said, people are always fighting. People are fighting too many fights, yeah. And I I feel like two fights need there's two fights going on here, and we need to pick pick which one it is. Are we now is candy is Candice and uh everyone else that are like ch- shouting loud on Clubhouse and on Instagram? Are we are we fighting the fight for we want to see more representation of dark-skinned women or is it we want people to hear the message that this program has about black women of all hues and their difficulties in childbirth? Yes, I've also had people say, oh, it's mainly dark skinned women that are um, dying of uh, during childbirth and things of that nature. Again, I come back to the point. What do we want? to what What is the purpose? The documentary is to talk about these dark skinned women or with black women, I, I I don't know which one it is, but their experience um, and the dangers that there are f- with being a black woman and being pregnant in the UK and, 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 and what that entails. is: Do we want people, white, black, all ages to hear that? Or are we fighting for representation of dark-skinned women? Because to my knowledge, and I might be wrong, this documentary features dark-skinned women and their stories as well as light-skinned women. And so having Rochelle do it as a black woman, she can identify, yes, not to to all extremities of what certain dark women in the show may have faced, but she can relate to it as a black woman herself. But, but what she will do is with her millions and millions of followers that apparently i have heard she had all of the TOWIE lot and all those kind of, you know, shitty little celebrities in her comments, oh my God, I didn't even know this is a thing, blah, blah, blah. And unfortunately... We live in a world where, you know, Candice, I didn't even know who she was. I'm a whole mixed race person myself. I'm, I see myself as a black man. I didn't know who she was. Okay. Um, if she would have posted that on her story, certain millions of people wouldn't have found out about the way black women suffer. So now I, I guess I want people that are shouting loud and uh, m- making um, Rochelle delete the comment section on her Instagram. Are we fighting for people to hear the content? of this documentary or are we fighting for dark-skinned women being represented yes i get it she was gonna present it and then she isn't and again i don't know how she was told or what the reasons were i was just told it was because they she was too connected to it if that's the case i really i don't see an issue would i've loved to have seen her do it yes i would have but as a performer myself, and I'm relating this to me, I'm I'm a whole mixed race person myself. I'm in a I wasn't i am in a West End show. <laughs> I play a Ugandan, okay, a Ugandan. I'm not Ugandan. I'm Nigerian. I'm also mixed raced. If I was to be of some kind of celebrity status, yeah, and I've worked my ass off my entire life to perform my art, my craft. I've like, I've I've worked at it to 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 be at the point where I'm at now which is in the west end so if i was to like have like the followers and the platform that these two women have i could very much well be in rochelle's shoes where someone goes miles shouldn't be be playing that role that should have gone to a dark-skinned person he's not even this he's not even that he's not even but what like yeah i i can play this because there are also like i i still identify as black and i am a black person i'm not white okay, um, I'm able to play that role, as long as I can do that role justice as an actor, then w- that then what? And I feel like Rochelle is a presenter, and has obviously been deemed a good, like, a good way to do it. Now, I do think, I again, I need to do some more research into it, because I, I just wanted to speak about it this week ASAP, and hopefully next week, I'm going to actually have a, a special guest on to help me, you know, unpack this um but all in all i'm on the side and you might see it as a cop-out but i i feel i feel like i'm a love activist you know because i feel like it gets to the point where where there's just always a fight because i feel like had candice have got this job the next people behind her would have been the fat black girl saying well we're not represented either and actually is people that are fat that are women dying even more so than the, the 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 skinnier or the smaller uh, dark skinned women, so uh, we aren't represented. And do you know what is also a fact? How often do we see bigger, dark skinned people or women like on, on, on in mainstream media? We don't. We don't. And Lizzo, and done. That is it. So in the same thing, like I just feel like we're always battling. And yes, fight the good fight. But somet but sometimes I can't. I, I, sometimes just clap for a fellow black person winning. Because in my in my opinion, Rochelle would have done the ting or wherever wherever, many people would have found out about it, and we would have been concentrating not on who is hosting the show or what they look like or or the validity the validity of how light or dark they are and their ability to present the show. It would have been about the the, the, the black women in the documentary who are speaking on their tings or the information that had to that was out there. If Candice w- was you know robbed or misled or whatnot i get it bad if 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 the decision is based on the fact that oh you know she's like she's dark skinned no people aren't obviously going to admit something like that but if it was based on that of course i'm opposing it of course i've been hosting you know get the belt podcast now for two years like preaching for like Equality, not just for lgbtq community and not just black people but for dark-skinned people that are not afforded the same privileges as light-skinned people or white people in that so it's it's i just feel like it's such i feel like i I had that conversation with my friends today about it and we literally went round and round for like an hour to the point where i was like i'm tired like i'm tired because like of course i don't want dark-skinned women put on the shelves but i don't want i don't want light skinned people put on the shelves. I don't want um fat or larger um people of colour put on the shelves or disabled people put on the shelves. And it's just like when, when do we when do when do we, when do we stop? Like do you know what I mean? Like if anyone was done wrong, I get it, but then and I'm also against it. Like if someone has been done wrong, yes. Fight. I don't think we should because of corporations wild and wayward actions and alleged racist or colorist actions I do not believe that we should now tear down another black woman because she's not as dark I don't I also think that is wrong and I won't stand for that the same way I wouldn't stand for you know a light-skinned person tearing down a dark-skinned woman I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be here for a dark-skinned person tearing down uh I'm just not here for the tearing down things (laughs) of things based on people's color whether it's lighter or darker because that to me is evil period what i feel like where i feel like the energy should be focused on is one the people that made this decision and we should scrutinize and find out why this has been made and then two we should like i said before is think about what are we trying to achieve? Is it the inclusion of and the representation of dark-skinned women? Or is it the the reach and the leverage of this documentary's content and the people that can learn from this? Yes, we might be able to do both in one go. But right now, looking at you lot shouting out online, online, it doesn't look like we can. One of the first things I said was, why can't they both do it they're both black women they've both got gonna have some kind of experience some more some less but they're both black women like they can both in my opinion no matter how light or dark you are doesn't give you more validity or put you above or underneath someone else we're all equal under god and in my eyes we're all black done but you know that's not the way the world works and like people are being rude and people are being horrible. I hope that Rochelle and Candice can have a phone conversation um, and have this discussion because I just want to see black women win, period. Of course, I understand black dark-skinned women are on the back foot and they have more of a journey to go. But we as a people do collectively. And I just don't think that when things like this happen, us digging into each other furthers any kind of progression. At all, I would love to see them both on it. Um, Again, I'm probably going to get dragged for this, but I don't give a fuck. I really don't. You know, like if you know me and you know the show and you've listened and you've not just chimed into like 10 seconds of this, you will know that I'm very much ride or die for my dark skin sisters. Yeah. But also as someone that is actually actually a part of the entertainment industry. I know how these things can just fall through last minute and a role or a job or a gig goes to someone else. And it's sometimes it's not because they're better than you. It's just because they're more suited to it. Like it's happened to me so many, so many fucking times. Is it upsetting? Yes, it is. And could I tie it into another narrative? Yes, I most definitely could. But, but also sometimes that's the way this entertainment industry does work. Like, facts does that mean we should ignore colorist issues hell no speak about them does it mean that we should ignore race racism and race issues no does it mean we should ignore representation no should we ignore um and not focus and boycott a documentary that speaks and uh and um educates its viewers regarding the experience of a black woman in childbirth and in pregnancy absolutely not we shouldn't be boycotting that people need to listen to that and hear that does it mean that we should tear down each other no it does not so it is definitely a a, a, a tricky subject and i would love to have someone come on and if you know someone That would be good to come on the show and discuss this next week or maybe even a bonus one in between but i honestly find it very draining i found it very tiring and i literally went round in circles and you know i said literally i see i agree with almost everything and i almost disagree with everything too because like i said do i feel like Candice could do it and do an amazing job yes do i feel like rochelle could do it i also do feel like she could do i feel like a white woman should do this at the beginning, I said, no, absolutely not. But then I thought about, wow, imagine a world where a white woman can just tell a black person's story and a black person can tell a white person's story. To me, beautiful, diverse. I love to see it. It's almost like we want to fight for diversity and inclusion, but we it needs to be one-sided. Nah, and it, it really doesn't. Because I really don't don't believe we should be throwing stones from from inside a glass house. That's You're going to get cut. You know what I mean? And I also do feel like the more we go down that route, go down that route, there's going to be far and fewer opportunities for everyone, including dark skinned people, you know, and it's also going to divide us further and further. I don't know. I sound like a pussy and I can't believe I'm, I'm having this like almost epiphany, but I just want love. I want equality and love. And it's not going to come by dragging down any by dragging down anyone other than people that support white supremacy and and perpetuate that. And, I've, and, and I honestly don't feel I might be wrong, but in my personal opinion, I do not feel that Rochelle Humes and I don't even I'm not even a fan like that. Like I don't really care. I just knew the bitch sang in a band, you know, and is a presenter now. But I don't feel like she supported those or perpetuated those ideologies and the you, you know white supremacy. I don't feel like she was. I don't feel like she was being colorist or racist or upholding white supremacy by t- accepting a gig as a black woman that spoke about black women. I really don't. I really don't. Do I feel bad for Candice? Sure. Same way I feel bad for many, many other black uh, dark-skinned uh, people that lose out on, on, on things. Period. Like, I do. But, I, but uh, yeah... Do let me know your thoughts. I want to I wanna have a discussion about this. This is when I miss you know having a co-host because yeah, that's just my that's just my view. If she if it was done in malice and because of, oh, we need a light-skinned person, then fuck them. Fuck them. And I'm sure if, I, and again, like I said, I don't really know this. Rochelle Gial too tough. I don't know her at all, to be honest. But if she knew that was the case and then she still took the job, okay, you're wayward and you're mad and you deserve to get the belt just as much as the producer or the exec at Channel 4 who decided this, so like, get the belt. But if it was just a case of more reach, we want this to be heard, and we also, like like I said, we also don't want the person that is presenting this to be too attached to it, which I don't actually understand that. To me, that sounds a bit mad, which is why, again, I say we should be scrutinizing those people and not these two women. Um Yeah. That that's just my take it's, it's heavy and honestly extremely taxing because I almost agree with everything and almost disagree with everything which kind of left me really I felt like helpless I was just like oh I, I just can't because either way there's gonna be no winning but then I know I know that some like extremists are gonna just say no it just it should be the dark skin period fuck Rochelle and it's like whoa like I don't want any of these black women to be fucked <laughs> again but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens um and yeah we will talk about this in the future oh that was a lot um i was gonna really 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 go into malcolm and marie the netflix uh special that came out which i fucking loved but i am gonna lie i'm tired i'm drained and i might save that for next week um when I can, when I've got more, when I've got more mental capacity and also someone else, I want some nuance on this shit. So I might get one of my actor friends uh, to, to really chime in on in it because I know some people are saying, oh, they hated it. They loved it. Some people thought it was authentic. Some people said it's not. I love, in a nutshell, before we get really deep, deep, deep into it next week, I loved it. I thought it was very much like a play. I thought it we was shot beautifully. I thought the acting was phenomenal. I really, really got, like, some of the subjects that um, both of the characters spoke about, including, like... Um, everything being that you do political and sometimes I don't want to be about race I just want to make a film that's about that like I get that and again this like I was when when I was speaking about the whole situation with Rochelle Rochelle and Candice this is again that's almost like where I'm kind of leaning towards now like sometimes I don't want it to be that I just want to you know in my own words do nice things but like is that even possible to do you know um, yeah all those things. Um, I loved the, the elements of the rela- of relationships that it displayed: um, love, honesty, toxicity, aggression, abuse, uh, like in so many different forms. Um, codependency like it really shone a light on the nuances and the 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 facets of relationships straight relationships but I feel like they can also very much be seen in a gay relationship or lesbian or non-binary whatever situationship you you in. Uh, And yeah I just had so much to talk about Obviously it's not the same It's not a typical movie Where it's like start middle end And this is the storyline It is very much like a a creative piece An artsy piece that You know uh, Provides us with topics Rather than a story Do you know what I mean It provides us with themes Um, it's, it's, It's really It's educational As well as art uh, and yeah, I'm here for it. It definitely is going to, I've already seen Clubhouse Rooms and, you know, here I am talking about my podcast, but I don't want to just let me talk about it. So that's it in a nutshell. I'm telling you guys that I liked it. I loved it. In fact, love the acting, beautiful gowns. Many people are saying it should have been a series. <laughs> But for negative reasons, they're like, no, nah, I couldn't do it, not in the film, I couldn't connect, I needed more, I didn't know about the characters, but I wasn't really looking at the characters, I was looking at what the characters represented, do you know what I mean? Or, or the the qualities and dynamics that they um, that they demonstrated in, in, in the film. But yeah, we'll get into that another time, because like I said, me, I'm done. Anyway, that is it for Miles Measures. So it is now time for questions. Questions? So at the beginning of this episode, I, uh, where I would normally tell you like how my week was, I would, I, I like refrained small, small from doing that, um, just because one of the questions that I had when I went onto Instagram Live was. Um, basically uh, giving me it was it was a perfect segue for me to tell you about what I did this week and which I'm something I'm really proud of of sorry so the question came from Ollie and it just said I'm really struggling with motivation right now during lockdown feeling like I can't progress the way I planned I see you smashing it during lockdown despite what's happening with the arts how do you keep such positive vibes and this and have this motivation? First of all, I want to tell you Instagram is a lie, babes. <laughs> Instagram is a whole lie. Like we need to remember, yeah, that there are 24 long ass hours in a day, which can seem like 48 hours in a day in this here lockdown, in this pandemic. Yeah. So like, yeah, you might see on my Instagram story, maybe about... 15 minutes max a day, maybe if I had a bit to drink and I've had a couple of Miles's cocktails and I poured them with Miles measures and they were strong and I'm listening to Beyonce, maybe my story will be like loads to it. But still, if you sit there and watch a whole story, which is going on for what seems like ages, it's probably still no more than 20 minutes. Like, I can't imagine ever going on someone's story and being being there longer for. For, for for 15 minutes because like yeah wild um, but basically babes I've been down I've been down I have put on weight you know I've done many things that I'm not that necessarily that proud of or wish I didn't do be it like eating the, the too, too much things comfort eating that made me you know put on this extra weight whether it's go on certain dating apps or sex apps and you know try and fulfill myself in that way because I can't go to work or reaching out to people that I know ain't no good, that don't really give give a fuck or try to resolve situations with people that don't want to resolve shit. You know, I've been I've been out here not being my own friend and looking out for me, 100%. And there are times when I post those kind of things and be like, oh, you know, I'm trying, I'm like, I'm, like I'm fucking up or whatever. But often not. I don't like to like the other This week, I did put on my Instagram, so I say, you know, I'm having a shit time. And normally, I don't really like putting those negative things out there, but I do also understand that with this small, small platform that I have, it is my responsibility to let people know, you know, what it's not always perfect. Because I know there's hoes out there that be posting like that life is perfect, and we all know that it's not. And you cheating on your man, or you getting cheated on, or you know, you, you, everything you've got is financed, you can't even pay it off, and the bailiffs is at your house every other week. So I'm trying to keep it a, 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 a thousand. I'm trying to keep a hundred on this podcast and let you know It's not always that good with me, you know, I've not properly worked in a year I've worked some shitty jobs, I did two months at Sainsbury's I called it like the humility course because it humbled a bitch you know, humbled and nigga. like I was on the West End stage eight times a week living my best life. I've gone from traveling around the world, singing, getting a good check at the end of every week or month, depending on the gig. It was good. And around that, I was still finding time to hustle, be it Soul Cycle or like side gigs or TV, like extra work. I was like, not only was I living my dream, like career wise and in or working in places that just aligned with me like soul cycle that's not my that's not my career that's not i won't put on this earth to work in a in a spin studio me i wasn't but do i love fitness yes did i have the free time yes when i'm in my free time do i like to make a coin and do some exercise simultaneously you bet you so i was really doing bits monday to saturday from 4:30 a.m. most days most days until the curtain went down on that stage at 10 p.m. i was booked busy and blessed handa <sighs> okay i really was and now i'm in my flat watching too much pornography Yes, recording this here podcast sometimes. Hallelujah, Jesus, my one outlet. But otherwise, I really wasn't doing that much else. I was trying to get my runs in. And that was really difficult because I didn't really have much to be motivated for. I was forgetting myself like it wasn't it wasn't it was tough. And there would be days when I would do it. And sometimes I would post it, you know, to get validation from other people. But also to remind myself, yes, I have got things that I can share that I'm proud of. It's not always validation. Yes, 100 percent. Sometimes you've seen me on my Instagram story in those Nike pros and my ass is looking lifted like the lighthouse family and is not looking too shabby in the front either and i wouldn't mind a little gratification someone send me some heart emoji someone send me some flames bitch because i i deserve and i'm a human being sometimes some external validation is nice and, it, and it's nice things it's not what i want to rely on and i don't but sometimes <laughs> i'm a reach for it okay um but also, it's, it's just having something to share that I'm proud of. And you know what? There's not much to be proud of. I'm not sharing pictures of me putting on charity events, raising thousands. I'm not sharing pictures of me, you know, buying a house. You know, I'm not sharing. I don't, I don't have these kind of things. I'm not out here getting married, having kids, getting pregnant. Well, I mean... <laughs> But, like, I, I don't have those things to share. But, you know, one some of the things I do have to share, and you know what, this almost is not a belt, but, like, to the people that are saying, oh, I don't care about your runs. Well, that's that's fine. Don't care about them. But you know what, ho? Some of us have just got some things that we want to share that we're proud of. And if it is that the fact that you drank some water today, if it is you laying in front of the mirror, you know, creaming your skin, you're moisturised, if it's because you did 10 motherfucking sit-ups before you went to sleep, and you want to share that because you're proud. In a in this here p- p- pan of chocolat, that we are in this global Panasonic, there ain't much to share and be to be pr- and to be proud at. So let us have that, okay? Anyway, um, I've been going through it, Oli. Uh, so it's not all good vibes. It really isn't all good vibes, and not all motivation every day. I, I I want to, and I have the burning desire in me every day to do things. But often I find myself in my bed until three o'clock, and then I'm like, ah oh, shit, then it's about to get dark. I need to do something. Then I already suffer from anxiety. So then I'm sat up in my bed like, shit, let me quit. I need to do my teeth. I need to get in the shower. I need to do things. I need to do things. And sometimes I don't hit that quota and I don't do as much as I want to. But one thing that has helped me to come out of this um, like it doesn't help with the with the weather, but I don't wanna put I don't wanna rely on everything else aligning in order for me to win. Like I can win on a on a on a dark day, I can win on a cold day, I can win when it's snowing, I can win single, I can win broke, I can win homeless, like I can win period. It doesn't matter on these external factors. Yes, it might make it difficult or easier, but I feel like we have the tools in us to do it regardless. Okay. But one thing I did do this week is restart therapy. Now, I had therapy when I was a young child with my family because I was a quote unquote challenging child. So they took me to get therapy with them, uh, and then just for me. And then I also had it uh, in my early teens when I moved to London from Spain. I was living in London by myself, uh, wasn't really being wasn't being supported by my family, and uh, it, it it um spilled over into my school life and. The school noticed that my friends noticed that, and so the school had counselors on site, and so I had weekly counseling sessions to help me get through that. And since graduating from the Brit School back when I was, I think I was 20 19 or twenty, I've not had that, and I've not done it. I've been a huge advocate for it, um, as you've heard on this show, if you or if you've been listening to the show for a, while, a long time a huge advocate for it. And I've just never had either the time or felt like the urgency to do it for me. But you know what this, this here year, like I said, is, is I, I, it gave me the push and the, this bad week that I've had gave me the push to invest in myself and my happiness and my understanding of who I am and who the people are around me. Just, I wanted to do it. So I'm super duper proud. I used a Frontline Therapist. I'm going to put their information in the bio. And I'm not getting paid to say this. This is literally just me recommending therapy for anyone of any race, any sexual preference, whatever, who wants to get therapy and better themselves. Um, it's affordable and they have a range. It's not a set price. It's very much depending on what you, you, you earn or don't earn. Uh, it's very affordable um, and it's with trainee therapists or recently graduated therapists. I highly recommend it. One of the huge parts for me was the fact that when I was getting assessed by the lovely and beautiful Esther, she did say, do you have a preference um, like of race or anything? And I did say, you know what, well, give me a black person or a BAME person just because we know how it's like to exist in this very, in this world, as a person of colour and I don't want to have to spend my money you know educating someone else on that like I, if I'm paying for therapy help me out help me out sis I ain't trying to help you understand my fight like I, you need to know where I'm coming from a little piece already so when I tell you you know I walked into this th- today I had a job interview and I walked in and I was the only motherfucking person of colour there like I, 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 someone else uh, like uh, someone that isn't a black person ain't gonna understand how I feel. Okay, so I need them to to align with me at least a little piece um, to be able to do it. Uh, just to save my time and money and they're here for it and that's one of their like that's one of their selling points other than just making it really affordable uh, is that they do cater to that and you can choose. Um, One thing I did actually say is oh can we make sure like they're they're LGBT friendly at least or can I find out like their religion or like their age just because you know uh, as much as it's great to like have a black man or woman uh, being my therapist but like if this is a you know, a black Jamaican six-year-old who is, you know, an elder at the church who doesn't really agree with homosexuality. When I'm telling them my shit, I don't know how that's going to be. But they, like, obviously everyone gets vetted and I'm pretty sure that that ain't the case. But, you know, some things slide through the cracks. <laughs> I'm just keep, That's how you're not even getting paid to say this. But, like, I just, I want to say I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, I'm very excited to, you know, I've got my first proper session with my therapist, on Friday um, uh, not this Friday next Friday uh, and hopefully it all goes well um, and like they they did say to me if you, if it doesn't if you don't connect or you don't feel the vibe you're more well within your right to just let us know and we'll just find you someone else try and match you someone else so I'm I'm ecstatic only slightly nervous but I am more so ecstatic and happy and excited to go on this next journey which um, hopefully is just going to help me Uh, To be more motivated and more positive and more of a go-getter than my Instagram makes out for me to be. Because honestly, babe, it's not every day. Sometimes I don't be getting out my bed till three. But I really appreciate the kind words and appreciate that that is how it can come across. And hopefully those posts when I do do my small, small meal prep or my little run or whatever, that motivates someone else to do it. And hopefully this, me answering this question... And sharing with you how excited I'm about going into therapy, that hopefully that can also motivate someone to at least go and have a little trial session with frontline therapists. Um, yeah. Next question. So I've got a couple of questions from Ashton P. Uh, first question Would you date someone overseas? if i was in a really toxic bad place i would say yes because <laughs> i'd be bored and i've even in this in this pandemic i'm not like, oh my god give me anyone give me a out. but the the, the the answer is no especially not in a pandemic actually if i was if the pandemic was not happen i was able to travel you know i nearly dated someone in paris that very much was about to happen if anything that was happening and then you know Pandemic started We weren't able to travel So that was His Eurostar done My Eurostar done We couldn't do shit So No Um, And then in the past I was Also in the past I was going to Someone in America actually But They had their complications (laughs) And I had mines And so yeah The the answer is no Maybe (laughs) The answer is Ideally not (laughs) Ideally they're in the same city. Like, I've dated someone like in Manchester, but that was long to go back and forth with. So another country, Jesus on the mainland. I don't know. If I got all, all the time for that. But um I would I ideally, ideally, ideally not. Uh next question. Uh what qualities do you look for in a partner? Um you need to be spontaneous. You need to love sex. You need to be versatile. Ideally, my age or a little piece older. I'll go younger, cause you never know. Age ain't nothing but a number. You could be 36 and be the most immature motherfucker on the planet. But you could be 23 and be teaching me a couple of things. So I'm not even gonna say they need to be older, but preferably yes. And I and need you to be taking care of your mental health and your and your body. Like I need to be attracted to not just your brain. But I need your body to also give me a hard-on. Both of it needs to be doing nice things. Um, I need you to be as generous as I am, in not necessarily with money, but like with time. And my love language is very much like um, act, acts of service and what was the other one? Quality time. Like, be here for me. Like, you know, like, communicate. Communi- com- communication is huge for me like i am never no matter how good the sex is no matter how much we laugh if you can't respond to me on whatsapp or i message in a timely manner but we fighting we are fighting and i've had this conversation before like i was in a west end show i would have 60 seconds in between me being on stage leaving the stage 60 seconds in the wings to be back on stage Sometimes in a different costume. And I would find the time then. I would find the time then to respond small, small to a message. Obviously not an elaborate like paragraph or whatever. But I'd be, I would be finding the time to be like, cool, cool, chat later. Just at work. Back to go on stage. Love you, bye. Or not necessarily love you, but like, you know, in a bit. Whereas motherfuckers these days, it takes them a week to respond to a, a how you doing message with good you. Oh, like, What? And I know it be selective. I know it be selective. I hope it's selective, because that's not how you responded if you get a message with a job opportunity. But maybe it is because you diggers is pr- anyway. <sighs> um, yes, they need to have good communication, spontaneous, honesty, monogamous, versatile. Honey, I need you to like nice things just as much as me, and humble me. Humble. Be honest with me about everything everything Uh, and like Beyonce but you know one of my exes she didn't like Beyonce and by the end of it she was (laughs) crying at concerts so we can work with that we can work with that Uh, and the last question is how do you like to play rough soft or in between I'm a true verse I am a true verse I like it soft I like it hard and I like a little bit of both and that's the Dat on that. Now it's time for another segment. <laughs> so it is now time for get the belt. My belt this week is really short and sweet. My belt this week goes to Louis Vuitton. Now you know me; I love me some nice things. I love me some Louis. I got a couple, a couple pieces of Louis items. Okay, that I that I love. I really do. However, they recently received some backlash. We're in the post because in the, they released a jumper and they called it the Jamaican stripe. And I think it was yellow, red and green. Now, the gag is Louis Vuitton. That's not the Jamaican colors, hun. Okay. And, you know, normally we can just be like, all oh, these brands... These brands, they need to hire someone black to be at the top. Because if they had someone black, this wouldn't happen. Well, the gag is... Look at Virgil Obloh. Whatever his name is, I forget. Virgil. 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 And this wouldn't be the first time he's got the belt. Like, he made, did some wayward shit when, he, when people were out here donating to people with... um that was suffering from uh, the, the the repercussions of COVID and the collapse of the economy That had. Apparently, he did, like, something t- stupid, something stupid, and tweeted about it, too. Um, but, yeah, we'd be like, oh, no, these white brands, they need a black person there. If there was someone black, this would happen. And I've been someone that said that before in the past. But if there was a black person, then this would happen. Well, guess what? Virgil was at the top, at the tip of the top, of a fucking Louis Vuitton, and they made the. And he would have okayed, yeah, or at least seen at some point this shirt or this sweatshirt, this jumper that came out called Jamaica jumper, that a jumper that allegedly paid tribute to Jamaica <laughs> with the wrong colours: red, green, and yellow. Bitch, the Jamaican flag is black, green, and yellow. There ain't no red on the Jamaican flag. What you doing? How you got... How? What? I want the blood clot. I know the Jamaican... I want the blood clot, yeah, do. I want the blood clot, yeah, do, man. I want the What? That's not how I go. That's not it. So my belt this week is going out to not just the white members of that that team but the blacks too you Virgil okay with would your with would your with your with your you dumb ass this ain't no, no jamaica flag how the hell can that go through all of you and this is what i mean sometimes it don't be helpful having a black on a team because they'd be just just as wayward and just as not as as appropriate so all of this and and, and you know what let me oh, okay so you guys are gonna get really angry at me now but like i said about it's not always the darker skinned people like yes represent but look at him he's he virgil is dark skinned at the top of one of the biggest and most luxurious brands ever. And then, and then, we are still releasing things that don't make no sense. I am not even Jamaican by blood. I've got Jamaican family, been there enough times, I've grown up around the culture. I'm mixed race and if I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, I ain't no dark skin, I'm mixed race. I've got white bl- blood in my veins just as much as my Niger. And my Spanish and my whatever else, yeah, I've got. But I can look at this and tell you, that is not the Jamaican flag. It don't take a dark skinned person to do that. But anyway, (laughs) because let me digress. (laughs) Let me not digress, in fact. My belt goes out to the idiotic team at Louis Vuitton for such foolish and simple mistakes. One of the most famous, like, without any bias, but one of the most famous countries one of the most well-known cult caribbean cultures one of the most known flags in the caribbean and you made that mistake wayward dumb stupid and just negligent i just it's the negligence for me it really is um but yeah louis vuitton you get the belt well that was it for this week's episode of get the belt It was heavy. I probably said some things that is going to lose me some subscribers. But you know what? We're all on a journey. It's all love. And it is what it is. Uh, I'm probably going to speak about it next week as well. Uh, Both the film, um, Malcolm and Marie, as well as this situation. It's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Like I said, I'm definitely in support of both women. Definitely in support of both women. And... um, Yeah, honestly, I'm extending love to both of them because they're both going to be going through it. They've both been... They've both been fucked. And again, it's going to be the white man that wins. So, ha. Um, That has been it for this week's episode. Uh, Please do remember you can write into the show to contact at getthebeltpod.com. Please, please, when you listen to this... If you're on your walk, if you're just at home doing whatever you're doing, take a little screenshot or if you're listening via um, Spotify, just click on the share link, share to your Instagram story, share and help support this podcast you don't understand how much it means. If you haven't subscribed, please do and leave a review on iTunes if possible. Uh, And yeah, if you want to share Melanin Magnificence with someone or give the belt to someone, do let us know. Once again, the email for the show is contact at getthebuckpod.com if you want to ask us a question as well. Chime into the chat, you know what I mean. Um, it's been great, it's been cute, it's been long. I'm sorry about this, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm your host, Miles, and you've been listening to the podcast that is the home of Melanie Magnificence and the Kingdom of Belts. You've been listening to Get the Belt.